Hey everyone, this is Alicia. And this is Monique. And this is Random Drama Mamas. Hey everybody. Hey guys, what's going on? How's your week been? Oh, do you really want to know? I do. I want the chisme. It's it's a mouthful. Okay. So like I said last week, I started this new job. I'm not going to say the company, but I'm definitely going to say what I do. And it's customer service Mm -hmm. over the phone, talking to people all day. And let me just tell you, I want to wring people's necks. Like I cannot stand rude people. I've had several people cuss me out. People tell me that I sound crazy, that um, they don't want to talk to me and I'm a loony bin. Like I've just had so much conflict with, with just people in general. I just think people are so mean and evil. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not even a telemarketer or anything like that. And people are just cussing me out when I call. So I'm not really having fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I remember when I was in customer service and you know, there were times where obviously things aren't your fault but they want to blame somebody. So guess who they blame? The one that's on the phone. Right. You know, some people are pretty nice and, you know, are more understanding, but other people, they'll just like get mad at you and just, Mm -hmm. you know, just cuss at you, like you said. And it's just, it's crazy. That's why I didn't want to ever go in customer service again. And thankfully my job right now, I don't have to, but I don't know if they're going to eventually want me to talk to people. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the tough part if I do have to end up phasing into that, but hopefully fingers crossed, I don't have to. So yeah, kudos to people who actually stay in this field. Cause I have a, a huge feeling that I'm, I won't be here very much longer, but like kudos to people who have been there like three plus years, even a year. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, you guys should be getting paid a lot of money to deal with people in general. Like I cannot do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not easy, you know, because I think people want to be Karens, you know, that, that little uh, new word people use nowadays, you know, <laughs> people just want to act that way because they think that they can, like, they think that they're the best they're not thing in the seen. world. Yeah, yeah, they're not seen, so they're not in your face, but you mm-hmm. know, they would not be saying that if they were in your face. Oh, no, there are people that are like that, too. They get up. Well, there face. are. Yeah, you're right. The world's gotten a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now that it's on social media, it's like you can't do anything without it being recorded. Yeah, that's true. Very true. So how was your week? Um, it got a lot better because I was dealing with a situation with my son and we were able to figure everything out and hopefully he just continues on that path and, you know, he's going to become an adult. And I'm just hoping that, you know, he eventually wants to start working like when he turns 18 and just kind of learn to get his life together, you know, and he's still learning, you know, it's hard ever since COVID happened. You know, I feel like it's really changed kids and, you know, it's hard for them. Some of them can, you know, go back into being like a social butterfly and some are, it's harder for them like to like, they feel connected being home and safe and, and being out in the world. They just feel, I don't know, like they get social anxiety and all that. Like, I know sometimes I get social anxiety. So sometimes I shop online and I just pick it up at the store because I get overwhelmed by it. Um, but I'm trying to be a little bit better about that, but it's, it's, it's hard. 
Yeah, it's definitely different uh, from us growing up and even like our parents growing up. Like, I just think kids have it a lot harder now for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know if it's the influence of social media um, oh, and that no, they have definitely. just more at, at their fingertips and they're always constantly being compared or looking at certain things. Like there's just, there's just too much out there for them. So, you know, it is going to be a little bit more tough for them and the anxieties and stuff that they have to deal with. So I definitely feel for your son and I hope he gets through this. Yeah, I hope so too. I mean, you know, he's still young enough to where he can still take his time to find himself and I don't want to push him too much, but I'm Mm -hmm. just trying to just encourage him, you know, to just get out there and start doing more things. So hopefully this new place, this new school that he's going to will really help you know, get them out there and start to, and thankfully the school is really good. They uh, help them get ready for the world. So I like that about them, you know, life skills. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that because we didn't have that. And I always wish that, you know, schools would implement that more because I remember coming out of high school and I'm like, what am I going to do with this geometry pattern? Like, what am I going to do with this algebra? Nothing. Um, So I wanted, you know, like to learn how to like write a check or how to pay a bill on time or like what this means, you know, like mm-hmm. we didn't have that. And even like how to drive and stuff. Like, I think they should be teaching kids how to drive and mm-hmm. more life skills. Like <laughs> it's much needed. So I think in like my, my mom's and my parents and my grandparents day, they had that kind of stuff, but it would, they would definitely benefit from that. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they, um, my younger two will want to do that more. Cause like my older son, he, he said he'll eventually learn, but I think he's just kind of scared, which I don't blame him because mm-hmm. driving is scary. Like, especially the people out there, like you have to like defensive drive. You're like, are these people like getting in my lane? They get nervous. And mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. This world is just crazy. <laughs> Road ragers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if people are cutting in front of you, you're like, get out of my way. I need to get to work. And it's always when you're in a hurry, slow turtles comes in front of you and puts their brakes on and wants to go 25 miles. And you're just like, dude, go home. Like stop. (laughs) (laughs) So what's going on for this week? Okay. So, um, was the icebreaker first or the news thing? Uh, you can do the news. Okay. So I, I read this article that kind of goes into our, um, I was going to say our lesson, <laughs> our, uh, our, our subject for the week. Um, so did you hear about the Tinder swindler? No, um, I've seen apps on Instagram, but I have no clue what it's about. So there's this guy, he's from, uh, originally from Israel, but he ended up moving to Europe because he, he was like a scam artist. And he was using Tinder to get these women to give him money. Like he mm-hmm. was pretending to be a uh, diamond mogul's son. Mm-hmm. And he changed his name and everything. And um, he contacted these women, tricked them, saying that people were after him. So he needed money and they were giving him money or helping him get loans. And he, he just like, was crazy wow. he took their money and it ended up being like 10 million dollars and they actually did a documentary on netflix about him and they were talking to the women too and this guy he's just like almost pretty much getting away with it really 
So I don't understand, like, how do you swindle somebody out of how much money now was it? In total, 10 million. $10 million. Yeah. And how many women was it? were there? There were three, but I feel like there's more. There has to be. Like, how do you yeah. get that much money out of something? Like, these women are, like, extremely gullible, mm-hmm. extremely um, tricked. And I don't know. It must be some type of huge facade he's doing or extra. I don't you know. know. He life. even pretended that he had enemies that were targeting him. And he sent them a video <laughs> oh of uh, his bodyguard being attacked or that he was being attacked with a knife and his bodyguard saved him. What? Like he went so far as like to do all that just to get money from them. Unbelievable. Yeah. What is going on? Okay. That makes me want to watch it. Now. I'm going to have to check that out because that doesn't even seem real. I don't understand that. Yeah. You know what? I feel like with men, they want to trick you. Like whether it's to take your money or whether it's to just sleep with you, they literally will make up this lavish lie. <laughs> lie, like, or just pretend like there's someone else. And then they, do, and he stopped talking to them. Like he totally ghosted them and just like, what? just so many. And that ha- that's happened so many times to people. Like, it's so sad. I can't imagine someone taking that or me even offering that much money or be like, yeah, I've never met you before, but here you go. Here's uh, my information. So you can get loans out. (laughs) That's just so crazy. It's so sad. Yeah. Ain't no man about to take not a dollar from me. I'd be like, sorry, you better uh, go to the next uh, food pantry, the next uh, loans, uh, BBVA Mm -hmm. loans or whatever you need (laughs) to do. But uh, I ain't got that for you. I don't care how sad your story is or what you're going through. You better, uh, go to make your own (laughs) go get protection file a restraining order but i ain't giving you no money today sorry sorry boo boo. exactly that's just so crazy yeah i feel like there has to be a lot more that went into that and Mm -hmm. if it's a documentary now like i think we should watch that yeah i think we should i think that would be kind of (laughs) (laughs) interesting to see you know so yeah let's check that one out yeah for sure wow but that's just how dating apps are nowadays like they they just I don't know like people just use that for their advantage you know yeah and you could just have this whole other life and a whole facade and yeah. you just never know through these apps and mm-hmm. that's a good a good reason why you need to you know screen background people check. and know what you want <laughs> background check yeah everything like I would go talk to their family nowadays like I don't even know how to date anymore like I wouldn't mm-hmm. even know what to do uh, I just feel like I would probably wouldn't even want to honestly oh yeah totally so <clears throat> we're gonna do this icebreaker um so since we're gonna be talking about dating back then and dating now like the dating apps um so when you start dating in the beginning you have these conversations And sometimes people will just ask questions to get to know each other. And I remember doing that. And I feel like you don't really ask the in-depth questions. You kind of just, oh, what do you do for a living? Like, what Mm -hmm. do you want for your life? It's it's like not not the things that like people start to see after months of dating. You know what I mean? Yeah. So this is one of the questions that like, I feel like you could, you should do like fun, fun things. And you know, you could also ask some serious questions. 
Um, what is something you are obsessed with? Oh, that's one question you would ask? Or yeah. Okay. Did you want me to answer this? Or are you just talking about something want, you would ask a guy? <laughs> I want you to answer it. For real? Yes. Oh, so we're playing like we're on a date and this is what you would ask me. What am I obsessed yes. with? And then you can kind of tell me, tell me what kind of person I am. Mm-hmm. Um, well, right now in this stage of life, I would have to say I'm obsessed with my kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my main focus is on my kids. So I would say anything that has to do with my, my, my family and my kids. Yeah. Doing things with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same. Yeah. Um, that are my TV shows. I'm like, you have to at least watch some Netflix with me. <laughs> Be like, you have to Netflix and chill. And I don't mean chill. I mean, like actually watch the show. <laughs> like we can have a little bit of that time later. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. Let me see. Let me come up with a question here. Okay. Uh, what have you most learned about yourself and your partners from past relationships? Oh gosh, do we have enough time for that? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I remember dating when I was younger and I, because I already had my older son, because I Mm -hmm. had him when I was so young, I was 19. So it was kind of like, I wanted to have my family. So every guy I dated I was like, so wanting a family and just getting married and just doing everything quick. But now like I'm dating this guy and like, I just look back and I'm like, I wish I would have just took the time and just relax, like, and not been a rush to do all of that, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'm divorced now. And, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I've learned so much throughout my life and I'm still learning, you know, I feel like I learn every day about myself. Mm-hmm. you know, and you just become stronger because there are times where you feel weak and you just, you just want to be the strong, independent person. And it's definitely not easy, like having to learn and get along with and ha- communicate better. So mm-hmm. that's definitely been um, a learning experience, which hasn't been easy, but um, it's good. It's good to go through a lot of things in life because it makes you stronger, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. I guess I can answer it too. Um, what I've learned most about myself is that I am super, I'm pretty dominant. Like I'm really dominant in a relationship and I hate that about myself only because, I mean, it stems from like a long line of independent women. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I wish that I could just kind of let that go wearing the pants, but I hate that I have to be like a darn boss woman, Mm. you know, like, and, um, what I've learned from my partners in past relationships. Um, I haven't had many past relationships. Um, but I've learned a lot about myself from them, I guess, like they're Mm -hmm. able to let me know what type of person I am and, and my needs and, stuff like that. So, um, I guess I've learned from them and how, you know, I, how I, you know, they view me and what things they like, what things Mm -hmm. they don't like. I don't know. I just learned a lot, um, more so from the relationship I'm in now, which is my husband. Mm Um, I've learned a lot. So, uh, yeah. Okay. So your next question. Yes. What do you do when you hang out with your friends? When I hang out with my friends, depending on which friend it is, 
Um, I would say I'm, I'm like a homebody. So we like to just chill, drink wine, watch a show, talk about uh, relationships or, you know, our husbands and stuff. So a lot of chitter chatter, mm-hmm. um, relaxation, or if they have kids, um, we'll, you know, go out to the movies all together, go to the park, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, wholesome, not X-rated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like, not, not of... that type of life anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore. <laughs> Pre-kids, it would have been a different story and I would have probably been trying to get into some trouble, but now it's more, you know, chill, drink some wine and let's talk or let's decorate our houses together. I'll help you decorate yours. You help me decorate mine. And yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. For me, like I like girls night. I like, you know, mm-hmm. the same thing, either you watch a movie together, drink and talk, like kind of, you know, get advice or kind of just get everything off your chest or, you know, go out and hang out with the kids, do fun things, you know, and mm-hmm. You know, okay, on occasion, maybe go out to dinner with just the girls um, instead of just staying home. But yeah, that's pretty much what I like to do. I mean, when I first got divorced and I was kind of exploring like me as a person, I kind of got crazy and went to clubs and stuff. And it was fun, but I feel like that was like more of the younger crowd I hung out with. And now like, I, I just, I don't know. Like, I guess it was fun to experience because I didn't get to experience that, you know, because I had my son so young. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was fun. But yeah, I, I like the same thing as you. Just hang out, you know, yeah. and chill. Because okay, you're just do- so busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just do uh, one more here and then you can do one more for me. Okay. Uh, how much alone time do you need? Um, well, that's tough because... I share custody with my ex. So, but I still get to see them, you know, when they have school, cause my dad takes them. And so I do see them, but when they're gone, like, it's nice to just kind of chill, do what I want, watch what I want and not worry about it. Um, so I would say like, maybe like a day or two, but mm-hmm. you know, just to kind of take a breather and not have to worry about anything. Um, even though my older son doesn't really leave very much. (laughs) So I don't really get alone time that often, but when it's just me by myself, yeah. I mean, it's nice to just kind Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. not worry about anybody, just worry about me feeding myself and just, you know, yeah, I would say I'm the same, maybe like a day or two, um, to myself. I don't get it often either, obviously with the kids, but if I could choose, I would say like maybe once a month for the whole weekend, I would want to just mm-hmm. be alone, whether that be alone in my room all weekend or at, in a hotel somewhere by myself. I think that would be ideal. Just like one weekend out of the month or one weekend out of two months. I don't know. I'm so used to not being alone. I don't even know how much alone time yeah. I need. Or, like how, you like know, if, if you would feel comfortable with it. Yeah. Or if I'd be like, okay, I'm ready to go home. I don't even know anymore. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think this is a little interesting. What is the strangest dream you have ever had? The strangest dream? Oh, <laughs> that's hard, right? Because like, yeah. sometimes you'll remember pieces of it. And then sometimes you just forget it altogether, unless you talk about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I, I don't know if it's a strange dream. Maybe it is. Yeah, it probably is. 
but I, I have lots of like religious streams because I grew up in the church and mm-hmm. like, I felt like I was always nervous. And I don't know if you guys know about the rapture. Uh-huh. Some people may not know, but it's like the, you know, the saved people one day are all going to, you know, go up in the air supposedly with God. I have a lot of those dreams, like where I'm floating in the air, going up to heaven and uh-huh. I see God in the clouds. Like I've had that reoccurring dream like three times. Really? I think it's really strange. And it's almost like my body, I can feel myself like floating uh-huh. in the sky. It's really, oh, wow. really weird. So yeah, I think that's pretty strange. I actually did have that dream before in the past. Uh-huh. And I remember like, I don't know if it was because the church was just talking about it that week uh-huh. or what, but I remember it scaring me and like, yes. you know, being left behind and, yes. you know, it's just, it's intense because then you wake up and you're just as afraid of it. And you're just like, Oh my God, I don't want to get left behind. I want to go to heaven. Like, exactly. I don't want to be down here when all those things are happening. <laughs> I remember when like, my husband would be downstairs and I didn't hear him. And it's like, oh my God, I'm left behind. Like, I'm like, Brandon, where are you? <laughs> yeah, in the garage. He's like, babe, I'm in the garage. Oh like, my God. <laughs> like him and the kids would be gone. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've had weird like alien dreams too. Like, like abductions? Yeah, like I've had like, I don't know. It's hard because like I'll have like little pieces that I can remember, but, and then the rest, and then it just kind of goes away. And I'm just Ooh. like- and when I just wake up, I'm like, oh my God, that's a crazy dream. And then when I try to think back at it, I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? Like, that was such a crazy dream. I wish you can remember it. But um, I think I saw something on TikTok saying that the reason you can't remember it is because it's kind of like something in your brain that just, um, how, like, it. yeah, it blocks it out. And unless you're like um, <clears throat> trying to remember it, then it's just kind of going to go away. And if you don't talk about it, then that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of crazy. Like people should ask more interesting Mm -hmm. questions, I think, when they're dating. So if you're out there in the dating game, you should definitely get some crazy questions out there to your potential partner. Yeah. Get really deep with it. Don't just do the surfacey questions because mm-hmm. that stuff really doesn't matter. Like that's the stuff that yeah. really doesn't matter. You have to like ask questions like, what will you do if we don't have this amount of money? Mm-hmm. Like, how will you make money for us? What do you do when you get angry? What do you do? You know, what addictions have you had? Like you mm-hmm. really get, who cares like what they think, but if you're like getting into yeah. a serious relationship, it shouldn't scare them off anyway. So mm-hmm. I would, yeah, highly recommend getting really deep in it because oh, there's yeah, a lot of sure. conversations that me and my husband have had that definitely were not talked about so mm-hmm. yeah so getting into our topic um dating nowadays um I remember when I was younger I don't know when the dating app started but I think dating was easier you know I feel like back then because now mm-hmm. like i when I started dating again, going on those apps, it, there's just like so many people. And like you, the only thing that you're picking is their face. Like, yeah, it's you a know, total lustful thing nowadays. It's so lustful based on what you look like, but you could be a total douchebag. I get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like these guys have so many options out there that's just like, oh, let's swipe, 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 you know, and even the paid ones, the ones that you pay for like you still find guys out there that are just interested in one thing. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's hard. It's hard to really find that person, you know, 
Right. Right. So I remember, okay, so I'll talk about some scenarios back in the day Mm -hmm. that I remember doing, (laughs) two of which I think are hilarious because I, okay, anyways, I'll tell you. I remember meeting people at parks, like not exactly meeting them there, but like that was a meeting spot Mm -hmm. or at the mall. And maybe like, I guess like back in the day, AOL instant messenger was like a hookup thing. Like what's your AIM name? And then you talk a little bit and that's how you would date. And then you'd be like, Hey, meet me at the mall at this time. Or you want to go out to dinner, meet me here, meet me there. So I remember that was one thing we did. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember meeting through like other mutual friends, just, um, you know, from church college group or, Mm -hmm. you know, jobs, a lot of workplaces, like your coworkers would introduce you or like, Oh my God. Like I remember having coworkers who were trying to be matchmakers. Uh-huh. Did you ever have a coworker like that? Um, yes, I did. Um, there was, um, well, actually, I don't know. Maybe not like that. I feel like they would just talk about people that you worked with, but not really like say, Oh, you should date this person. I feel like, I don't know. It was different for me. Okay. Um, well, I know a lot of people meet like even just at work or back in the day that's the, your meeting yeah. was at your job. Like, oh, the warehouse, the warehouse guy is back there or, you know, this guy, so-and-so, your supervisor, who knows? Yeah. So that was a lot of things. Um, uh, clubs, lounges, obviously. I think that's mm-hmm. always been around from oh, yeah. back in the day. That's just, mm-hmm. that was the meeting spot. And then um, did you ever remember kickbacks? Mm-mm. okay so kickbacks were more like in high school days I guess for me so uh like somebody would at school would invite a person and be like oh like my parents are going to be here this weekend you guys want to have a kickback at my house meaning oh, okay party. Uh-huh. and then like the word would get around the school and then everybody would meet up at this person's house and then you guys would have a kickback and that's where you would hook up or go on a date with somebody or find somebody you like there so that was another way and then Craigslist interesting enough Craigslist, oh yeah that's right yeah the romance section a lot mm-hmm. of people actually ended up finding love on there or whatever dating on there oh yeah and uh, I also had some weird things on there too <laughs> the killer obviously yeah. <laughs> so um that's pretty much I guess how it was back in the day it was mm-hmm. all you know not social media you know friendly so yeah like I remember going in the chat rooms too back then and like Mm -hmm. just talking to people and just uh, I met up with this one person who ended up being a weirdo, but I still like connected um, as a friend, but I don't know. He he just kind of creeped me out and (laughs) I guess I didn't really care. (laughs) Uh, I just try to be a nice person, but yeah, not anymore. (laughs) There's so many weirdos out there, you know, and I remember when I first started dating after my divorce and you know there was one guy I I was talking to and I was just like just I don't know I had my heart broken and I'm like I just don't really want to get into a serious relationship I just want to enjoy myself and have a good time and then this guy goes oh well what if you catch feelings and I'm like no I just I just want to have a good time and enjoy you know your company whatever Mm-hmm. So I feel like this guy totally just reeled me in. And then once he got me, totally ghosted me. 
And I was like, are you serious? Like you literally, I was like so pushed off. And then all of a sudden you do this and I'm like, that's yeah. And for me, I always want to know like, what happened? Did I do something or, you know, just be honest. And a lot of times guys will just be like, no, I'm just going to ghost you and find somebody else. Like no internet whatsoever. Yeah. No. And it's like, like, why you're enough, you're a freaking adult. Like uh-huh. grow up, have the balls to say, look, I didn't really connect with you or I'm not right. really attracted to you. Whatever the reason is, yeah, it's going to suck and it'll hurt, but at least you just be honest, you know, but mm-hmm. I feel like guys just will just ghost you. And I've had that happen before. Like yeah. I, like one time when I started dating, um, this guy, like, no, I didn't date him, but like, we were going to go on a date. And I was like, well, hey, let's meet here. So he didn't like get back to me or anything. And I was like, okay, like you're the one that said you wanted. And he was acting like he's this good guy and all that. And so he didn't get back to me. And then next thing I know, he's, you know, makes plans and he's like, yeah, let's meet here. And I was like, okay. So I start getting ready. And next thing I know, I'm like waiting there for an hour and this guy doesn't even I I didn't get out of my car I was just like waiting to hear from him didn't hear from him and then I don't know if it was the same day or the following day at like 2 a.m he messages me and I'm like dude are you serious right now Mm -hmm. like you're wasting my time and he's like yeah well you know I just want to be honest and I I not really looking for that and I'm like you're the one that said, oh, like, cause his sister had a, a kid or whatever. And he wanted, you know, to have a real relationship, but he just wanted somebody to hook up with. And I'm of like, course. that's how yeah. it is. The majority of them do. It's very rare. If you find a good one. Um, uh, yeah. There's just so many of those stories. I'm sure a lot of people have those stories. Have you ever had a guy ghost you? Oh yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I've had them ghost me. I've also had like a date where that I went on, I think it was that Fridays and some guy invited me out online and like, yeah, let's go to dinner. Let's talk. We went he was so weird. So off. We were talking, but like it, it just didn't feel right. And this fool got up, went to the bathroom and literally never came back and left me with the bill. No way. Yes. Yes way. And I had to pay for the bill. And I oh was my so gosh, pissed. That I was like, Whoa, <laughs> that's never happened. Okay. Weird. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I remember going on a date with this one guy and he was in the military and he's like, yeah, I don't have a car. So can you drive to me and I'll pay or whatever? I was like, okay, that's fine. So I drive over there to not to pick him up. I met him at like a bar or whatever, but I did drive to like a restaurant. I took him with me, which was probably stupid (laughs) because he could have ended up killing me or something. But at that point, he, like we were like talking for a little bit. And I mean, he seemed, you know, good enough. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was fun. But then the next time we met up, like we he came to me, like to my city. And then we were eating and everything. The bill comes mm-hmm. and then he literally doesn't offer to pay. 
or anything. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like waiting to see if he would be like, Hey, here's my, my half or whatever. Literally. I feel like this man, because he paid for the last day, he expected me to pay. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like, you didn't even, I even offered, I said, look, I'll pay. He's like, no, I got it. I'm like, okay. For him to not even offer. I'm like, yeah, that's gross. Serious. Like that's, yeah. I couldn't even believe it, but but yeah, like I've, I've seen not only in my dating experience, but I've seen others that these guys only go for one thing. And if you don't give it to them, they're just like, okay, bye. I'll go on to the next. Oh yeah. Because there's so many women out there that, you know, are looking for the same thing too, or, or desperate. I don't know, or whatever, whatever the case may be. There's, there's plenty of women, plenty, plenty of fish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like. I don't know. Like, I just feel like all these people out there, like that they truly are looking for love and, you know, men take advantage of that. And I'm not going to say women don't do that either because they do as well. Mm -hmm. Women are like that too. Yeah. And I'm sure there are stories that women have done this to men, but we're just talking of our own experiences as women. So it's kind of like hard to be like, oh, well, I'm sure this has happened to guys because it has. Mm-hmm. you know, where women are just like, Oh no, I just want to hook up. Like I don't, or not only that, or they'll just be looking to be a homewrecker, you know, or something just, mm-hmm. but then again, these men's are that are married are on the app. Cause I, oh, yeah. I I've come across to a couple of guys that, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you have to do background checks or look them up to see if there's something shady about them. Mm-hmm one guy told me he was this like entrepreneur and he was, you know, made good money. I was like, okay, but I was never really interested in that Mm -hmm. when I was dating. Like, obviously I wanted somebody who was successful. So, um, just on their own. So they didn't have to rely on me or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he seemed like a really nice guy and then come to find out he had a fiance. Yeah. Oh, And he had two places, like he had a place with her and then he had like a different place. And I'm like, wow. And one of my friends ended up, hold on. One of my friends ended up um, sending a message to her. She totally blocked it. And then I think she knows, Mm -hmm. you know, and she probably is like, whatever, like, and it's crazy. Like how some women know that their men are doing that, but they don't care because they're rich because they're rich. Yeah. And I mean, there's certainly ways to, um, figure out if a man has, uh, a second life, like Mm -hmm. there's just red flags all over it. You know, a lot of, if they're not letting you come to their house is a big one. Oh yeah. Uh, if they're always, um, making excuses, um, there's just certain flags that you should know, like men, you know, some of them are not that smart. Like you could kind of figure it out, like stock mm-hmm. their pages. Sometimes you have to oh, do yeah. what you got to do. And they'll even have they'll pictures of their wives and stuff, you know, yeah. like, or they'll lie and say, Oh no, those are old pictures. I'm not really with her anymore. Like they'll make up any lie in the book just to get to another woman. And I'm like, that is so sad. Like, does anybody really care about having a real relationship anymore? You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. They, they want to have a second life. 
Yeah, this day and age, I would really, really be scared for, you know, like I have single girlfriends now and, you know, they talk to me about everything they're going through. And I'm just like, man, this is super, super hard for you. And I like feel for you. Like I'm the type that would probably have to like literally to trust a guy right now, I'd have to probably stalk him and follow him home, you know, like at least <laughs> once or twice. Like I want to see where you're going, who you're dealing with, because I, I just, I don't trust you until I, I see it with my own eyes. Like it would be very hard for me to trust any, any person right now. Oh yeah. And it's crazy because guys will even use their children to be mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I'm a dad. Like, look at me. And then next thing they know, they're just a piece of crap and they're mm-hmm. using their kids like to say that they're this good guy, you know, mm-hmm. but they're not. And I'm glad I'm not in the dating game anymore, but any relationship nowadays, it's just hard. You know, yeah. it, 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 it is. Doesn't... And just like you said, a good father, they could be a great father, but that does not equal a great significant other partner boyfriend like they could be the best parent but I've seen a lot of idiot you know idiots in relationships who are good fathers so don't don't go by that yeah exactly and they Mm -hmm. could you know people I shouldn't say just men but people will put on a facade of who they are and they're really not that person Mm -hmm. you know they win they try to win you in the beginning and then their true colors come out Mm -hmm. in time and by that time, usually you're like so hooked that you, you just don't know what to do. You're like, some people can just up and leave and they're like, forget this. And some people, they just get feelings for these people. And they're just like, no, like, I don't want to leave. I'm just too invested. And, you know, it's definitely hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. So I feel for you girls, single ladies, even single men, you could get some psycho women some, sometimes here and there. So I feel for you guys, but, you know, really do your checks, your background yes. checks, ask your questions, do everything you got to do. And I also want to give a huge shout out to our listeners. We see you mm-hmm. all over um, LA, uh, Arizona, Phoenix. We see you guys listening in and thank you so much for supporting us and I'm going to shout out my friend Letty thank you so much for commenting uh, last week it meant a lot that you liked our podcast and we hope you continue to listen thank you guys and we are signing off thanks everyone bye bye